previously on Getting Dicey. I'd like to check this potential room out before we head any further and, and disturb any more of these horrible things. There's a wide alcove oh. in that eastern wall uh, containing this painted wooden statue. In his right mm. hand, he's holding this smoky grey crystal orb and it's emanating a little bit of light. You should maybe give it a tap or a bit of a knock, but don't <laughs> touch it. Don't touch it. There's just enough light coming from this orb to cast long shadows. I can spot a trap from a mile off. That long shadow of yours, you're not 100% sure it matched your movements. I suggest we maybe uh, get out of here. Grab the bauble if you want, Birkin. Loris, you reach forward and grab onto this orb and you just sort of nonchalantly just toss it over your shoulder towards Mirakin. And the moment it lands in Mirakin's hands, all of your shadows take form and separate yes. themselves um, from the walls. Shadow um, You just feel yourself feeling quite sick with just its hand up against your chest. And you take 14 uh, points of necrotic damage. Your strength score is reduced by three. Yes, that's a hit. It does 11 necrotic damage, and you lose four points of strength. Those are both You have taken 18 points of necrotic damage, and your strength score takes a hit of six points. 20 necrotic damage. What's your strength score at now? You're going to drop that by six. Five necrotic damage. Loses three to his strength score. 12 necrotic damage. Lose four points to oh, your strength God, score. You are in a dying state. I'm going to bust out a move that I haven't used since episode two, season one. Oh, I'm going to run. Getting dicey. <laughs> There was so much that happened I, I didn't get a chance to put into the recap that you guys did, in fact, get away from them, that you uncovered that little um, secret hatch back into the first floor of the of the death house. Um, and, and that you had that fight with the mimic, uh, the door mimic yeah. as well. So it kind of ended with um, um, you knocking that down, killing it, and revealing a, a new room. Loris, what you see in front of you uh, is just this room that is um, almost completely empty except for this uh, table with a couple of chairs right in the middle of it. Um, uh, there's a chandelier, a beautiful chandelier, although it's covered in dust, hanging above that table in the middle of the room. Um, and uh, in the corner, you can see there's a couple of um, iron candlesticks uh, either side of this sort of entranceway uh, across the opposite side of the room from you. Um, but the candles have long since melted away. Okay. Can I um, see Merican's daggers at my feet? They're kind of part of this blobby mimic that's dead in front of okay. you. I'm going to reach yeah. in and grab the daggers and hand mm -hmm. them back to Merican and just wipe some goo over my armor again. Just to kind of <laughs> just to clean it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clean it off. Un okay. Unnecessary. <laughs> um, and yeah, cool. yeah, and so, and then I'm just going to sort of step over and walk into the room and kind of just have a look down this down the hallway. Yeah, when you walk into the room, you see another exit off uh, from this room off to the right as well. Um, uh, and getting your bearings from where you've been, you you assume that probably ties back up to where you fought the ghouls um, earlier. Um, 
Are you just making your way into this room? Yeah, I just want to go stand by the <clears throat> by the table where where my token is. Okay, cool. So you can um, what you can see through this entranceway uh, is it looks like there's another sort of room. What you can see as part of this room down the right hand wall, close to the end, is uh, a, a portrait, and you can just see the hints of another portrait. They're rather large portraits uh, in this other room as well, and you see what looks to be some kind of box that's open in a corner cool um the others you, you've seen um loris uh, make his way past this mimic and and away from you um baron you kind of you were right next to loris what is what's the baron mm. up to well i'm a bit shook that i almost was eaten by a door <clears throat> i'm just gonna turn to bill and i'm gonna say i'm starting to not trust this place bill <laughs> first uh, there was yeah, a trap a... in the floor second a a room with shadows that appear if you touch the ball, and now a fucking monster that looks like a door. Yeah, it seems uh, seems like nothing's safer. Sorry for suggesting we could grab that ball. That was obviously a horrible, horrible decision. Mm. Um, At least you didn't grab it. Uh, I mean, I think we should <laughs> definitely, definitely be careful. I I feel like that statement is going to be something that goes in the next recap. <laughs> Being careful. What an, what an, Depends yeah, what happens follow, next. Fr- followed by basically like a UK comedy of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, being careful. What a novel well, idea. Yes, let's do that. Should we carefully go into the other room? What do, what do you guys reckon? Or should we close um, this and let Loris... Close the door. Loris. <laughs> Loris. Uh, there's no you... door. <laughs> Just proceed with caution, man. Proceed with caution. You can definitely try and kick the mimic back into the shape of a door yeah. to block the doorway. <laughs> Just put the mimic back up. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's going to call out, "Don't touch any borers if you're in there, big man." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna daintily. Also, a recap moment. <laughs> I'm gonna daintily prance over the the mimic goo into the room and mm. what was that about a box in the corner i feel like i'm curious so the, but cautious yeah that's that's down in the room that loris can see so past the room Ooh, that you're currently down in a spooky passage, um, though. you can probably grab that American <laughs> yeah. if you want <laughs> i i grabbed the box without delay <laughs> why, why is it that line proceed you know proceeds every every disaster we've had yeah so i reckon you yeah. should do this if, if, you, if, you, if ever you were going to do something, do it now. I'm going to stop suggesting people do things. Uh, yeah, Mary, can you enter the room as well? You see the table, the chairs. Uh, you notice there's a couple of um, empty the clay flagons and a clay jug on that table as well. The two candlesticks that are bereft of candles. Oh, bereft. Ooh. Very emotive. Bereft of candles. Mm. Man, these candlesticks look bereft. <laughs> no. I feel so bad for these candlesticks. The Baron of Candles. Nice. You could become the Baron of Candles. Yeah. Um, okay. What's uh, next episode? Uh, I'm going to step forward and jump over the thing also. Yeah, you all, I'm assuming you're all making your way into this room um, and you'll mm. get a, a little sort of a glimpse of this extra corridor that um, Loris is standing and filling filling that doorway as he just sort of looks into that room. I'm just going to look back to uh, Morley and say and say and, and look at him and carefully you say 
Well, don't don't touch anything you don't absolutely have to, would be my advice at this point. <laughs> Sound advice. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is good advice. Hey, Morley, you, if memory serves, you can, you're pretty knowledgeable about traps and things, right? Oh, you know me traps, Bill. Hmm. Mate, maybe you should lead the party and, and, you know, try to work out if there's anything we should be worried about on the way. I've captained ships across the great oceans. I've captained boats across the, the lesser oceans. And I'd be proud to lead this party and captain us in this dungeon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so Molly's going to um, kind of start walking with a bit more of a, a puffed up chest now, having kind of earned the the respect and trust of this this new crew and, and is generally a bit, yeah, a bit happier about things. I'm just going to whisper mm. behind my hand to the Baron, like, Brian, he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but since when is the ocean full of traps? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit suspicious. Okay, Morley, are you are you just walking, heading into that room? Uh, I'm going to take out my short sword, and I'm going to look at one of these chairs over here. One of these, che- the one that's kind of right next to Loris. Yeah, and was he stand back, Loris? Now, first things first, you want to find out the secret trappings of a potential trap, and then he's going to take his short sword and kind of knock the chair over. <laughs> Keep your distance. <laughs> and the chair, the chair just like goes off balance a little bit, and then just kind of just settles back into a position. Safe, safe, as I suspected. Very safe chair. That one. Morris is just going to copy that because he's he's learning from the from the great master. So he's going to pull out his hand, his, his, <laughs> pull out his axe, and do the same thing, but with much more force. So it's, it's likely to push the chair over. So he's just going to go. The same chair or same the chair. other chair? Same chair. Same chair. Okay. Same chair. So you've just seen the chair sort of it's rest rock. on the spot. Like, and man. You just like smash out with the chair and it just um, topples onto the ground and hits the wall uh, away from the table. Hmm. Safe. <laughs> yes, safe. But perhaps exercise just maybe 150% more caution in your approach. Laura shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, crew, I suggest we very quietly make our way down this corridor here. But remember, snaking is the way to go about this. Oh, okay. Roll for, roll for stealth. I also, um, I want to confirm, are we still hearing this chanting the whole time? I was, yeah, I was about to mention that, actually. Yeah, the entire time that you're in here, that chanting is still going on. Um, and um, it's back to a point that it sounds like it's coming from everywhere. It's bouncing off all the walls. You still can't make out quite what it's saying. It's more of the, a bassy drone. I'm, I'm going to say, well, I'm sure sooner or later we're going to meet who's making that, that chanting, and I, I oh. don't suppose, based on what we've encountered here so far, they're going to be kind, friendly people. That's just my feeling. <laughs> okay, cool. Um... So yeah. what, what order is everyone heading into this room? I, I'll, I'll reveal the room first, I guess, just so we can sort of see who's mm-hmm. going to have room to be in the room, I guess. So, Morley, you make your way through. You're tiptoeing through. You're as quiet as a fox. I'm, I'm no one, following. 
Yeah, what what's happening behind you is just Loris like just stomping behind you. He's, he's maybe a little confused. So, so picture a big guy trying to sneak, but not like he's actually sneaking, but his feet are coming down quite heavily. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of weight yeah. uh, coming down. Everyone else is super quiet. Um, I like to think he's still dragging the chair somehow. He's <laughs> <laughs> got his axe stuck on his axe. Stuck yeah, on yeah. yeah, stuck on the edge of his axe. Um. So, Morley, you, you you walk into this room. It looks like some kind of um, bedroom or or some sort of living quarters or no sleeping quarters. Sorry, it's um. There's a large wood framed bed, and it's got this just rotten feather mattress on top of it. Um, there's a wardrobe uh, off to the the basically right as you walk, and it's to your left. Um, there's a, an open crate over in the corner. Uh, and you can see just with a quick glimpse, it looks to hold just a bunch of torches and and um, a few leather sacks. Um, at the foot of the bed is a wooden footlocker that doesn't seem to have any kind of padlock or anything on it. Um, and there are just two full-sized portraits um, hung on the wall. Uh, the one to your right, the one directly to your right, is um, of a, a man in a robe. Um, in this dark sort of billowing robe, but the mm. face looks um, familiar to you. And the same for the, on the uh, wall sort of in front of you and off to the left. Um, see if I can ping there. So that's uh, over here um, is a female in a same, a very, very similar robe. And again, that face is, is quite familiar. Um, can you give me just uh, an, Wisdom, wisdom check. Is it the same face for both? No, no, they're, they're like one is a manly face and the other one has a, mm, a womanly okay. face. Yeah, perfect. Uh, with a 17. roll of 17. Um, that's right, we'll take the, we'll take the 17. Um, you recognize them instantly as the, as the um, parents from the portrait upstairs. Um, but, and you have noticed just a sort of, just a stench. Um, coming from the painting or something it feels it sort of smells like it's from that painting all right i'm gonna turn around and say big man bill look at the paintings where have you seen those faces before uh they were upstairs right that's right the, um what was their name the durst uh, the durst do we actually do we know that do we know that their name is the durst uh, yeah, the Baron knows their, I, I assume he would have told you all. It's uh, Elizabeth mm-hmm. and um, Gustav, I believe, were the, the names of the parents. Gus and Liz. <laughs> what is that? What is that stench? Sorry. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> no, it's emanating from the walls in here in this rotten mattress. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna um, look down into this little crate of leather sacks and torches uh, and I'm going to do that with the tip of my sword again like kind of just gently moving stuff around because I'm very weary of like the mimicry now yeah yeah you, you sort of catch one of the um, leather sacks with your sword and, and um, loosen it and peer into it and it just looks to be um, filled with candles um, so this this crate has just um, torches like a whole bunch of torches mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of candles do we need we might need some of those right mm. Yeah, torches would be useful. Best not to rely on magic always. Well, there's some candles and some torches in here, but you know where I've seen candles and torches before? No. Rituals. Rituals, my friend. I thought you were going to say the lonely candlesticks. 
The bereft <laughs> candlesticks. We should, if this is like a Zelda puzzle, if we put all the candles in the bereft <laughs> candlesticks, something will appear. Do you get a treasure chest if you're completing the puzzle? Um, so Loris is just going to copy. Yeah, Loris is just going to copy um, Morley's approach again with his axe with on the um, door of the the wardrobe. So he's going to get his axe and just kind of carefully, as carefully as he can. Just kind of flick it open with his with the with the blade of his axe. So he's curious about what the wardrobe. Give me a dexterity check. I wouldn't normally get you to do this. This is just to see just how carefully you open. I can, this, I'm uh... quite dexterous. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's see for it. Come guy. on, well, you prove we'll it. see. <laughs> Put your dice where your mouth is. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> I don't think you are very dexterous. <laughs> that was that was a that was a one plus. That, actually, that was a four plus one. No, I'm not that to important. be fair, like. <laughs> It's not hard to open a door carefully, so I'm going to let you have that one. With a roll of five, it was like it just it, you just managed, and you, you just creep that wardrobe <laughs> door open. Um, and inside this wardrobe, there's just a bunch of maybe like three or four uh, robes that look a lot like the ones you're seeing up in these portraits, um, and a pair of iron candlesticks as well. Ooh. Are the robes in, in in good condition, or are they are they kind of disheveled and, and moth-eaten, or are they alright? Yeah, these are old. These are incredibly old robes. They're not looking like they're in the best condition. No. Mm. Hmm. I'd like to um I'd like to examine the the large portraits on the wall as carefully as I can for the potential for them to be traps or Ooh. mimics of some sort. Yeah, why do they smell bad? Yeah. That's that's straight away. Like yeah. that's a red flag. Stinky yeah. painting, I think well, yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um Give me an investigation role, uh, Morley. Is there any specific one that you're um, investigating? I'll Ooh. take the man first. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you walk up, you walk past. You're still next to that little um, footlocker near the end of the bed as well. Uh, and you, you turn around and start inspecting the painting. With a roll of 24 total, what, uh, what, are you, what are you looking for? Tell me how you're investigating this thing. Uh, I am very closely looking at the edges of the painting, where the, the way it's mounted to the wall. Um, I'm going to say that I'm also trying to figure out if I can place the smell that's emanating from the, the painting. And I'm also looking at the kind of the texture mm. of the painting. Yeah, the, the, like the, an art critic if you had yeah. a yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, You are Cezanne? enamored with the brush strokes of this painting. No, the, it's, it looks to be really solidly mounted to the <coughs> it's not like what the hell was that noise jeez okay <laughs> sorry that's my dogs okay uh, that's something behind the painting <laughs> um yeah so you, scallywag you, you, yeah scallywag's still in that room at the table in the candlesticks by the way um you, you check the how it's mounted to the wall it's not like it's not hung. It is mounted to the wall with this ornately uh, carved wooden frame so you kind of try and move it just a little bit it doesn't really budge um the the canvas it's been painted on it looks to be quite worn and the paint is definitely starting to fade um and the closer you get how close to this thing are you getting to try and figure out its smell well i'm pretty gun shy because of the mimic on the door so not too mm. close yeah um, i've gone closer in the edges but, but always kind of keeping an eye out to watch for movement of the canvas sure sure um and i'm if I'm kind of moving back to the center of the picture, I'm kind of keeping my head back a little bit and my sword kind of at my side. Cool. Are, are, you, um, are you 
touching? Are you checking? No touching. <laughs> no touching. No touching. Um, and not not with your sword or anything. You're just keeping an no. eye on it. No you, touching you, with your sword. You reach. You're <laughs> leaning in a little bit and just giving it a smell. I wouldn't even say leaning in, but just. This is like <laughs> so intense. Like. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, How many yeah. centimeters away? I'm licking it, all right. I'm licking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Snowsberries taste like snowsberries. <laughs> I'm trying to ensure that I give him all of the information I can give him based on what he thinks he's doing, mm, he's planning yeah. on doing. Okay. So, so I'm pretty careful with it. Yeah, you're pretty careful. You're staying away from it. You're just looking at it, and it looks fine, but the smell is definitely coming from that painting, and it's just a. Kind of a, a bit of a rancid smell, a really rancid smell. Would we say rotten? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably even say rotten. Okay. Why would that be so? This is the kinkiest room I've ever been in. <laughs> Actually, is it clay walls? With a yeah, the rest of the, it's the the walls are similar to all the other walls in this uh, sort of dungeon area. It's uh, clay or rock, um, and um, I'd say even with that roll of twenty four, Morley. I'll say that the other painting has still is wafting a little bit of that scent your way as well. You're smelling it from that painting as well, but there's a little more of a floral undertone to that one. Oh, like a, yeah, like a potpourri. (laughs) (laughs) These painted, these painted stink. They look pretty good to me. <laughs> what a critic. <clears throat> There's something fishy about this, Loris. And I don't trust these paintings. What would cause a painting should, um... to smell bad? Does it look like mm. anything's been smeared on it? Or is it emanating from the paint? I just, um, there's no nothing, it doesn't look to be smeared with anything. Yeah. Bad vibes. Um, what do you think it is? I say we leave mm. them alone. Let's carry on finding <laughs> finding the chanting thing. <laughs> Touching things has not been good for us lately. Let's let's just leave this mm. alone. You know what? I never thought I'd see this, but I'm with Loris on this one. <laughs> I don't know. Just... I think we should find out. There's just something about a mystery of a stinky painting that's just too compelling. Why is there a stinky <laughs> painting? I need to know um, why what? it stinks. I'm you know what? I'm leaving the room. If you guys are going to touch the paintings, I'm out of here. I'm not. I'm not. Does it start to smell better in here? Does what? Sorry. Does it start to smell better when Loris leaves? He was just throwing oh. his smell. Is that something you can do? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's what Loris smell does. Really he, he has this constant waft about him. Oh. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, if um, Baron and Merrick are, are interested mm. in these paintings, Loris is like, nah, I've learned my lesson. I'm not touching anything that I shouldn't be touching here. Mm. Which walls are the paintings on? This one and this one. Yeah, the the northern and western wall there. Oh. Uh, can I suggest if we are going to investigate these things, um, or try to see behind them, maybe we do so from a distance. Mm-hmm. Maybe we do so from outside the room, perhaps. Yeah. And set it on fire. Is that what? You think? <laughs> I, the whole I was thinking, like maybe fire an arrow or. Mm. Use a cast a spell and mess with it, yep. something like that. What I'm wondering is, the, this is a crypt down here, and the the coffins were empty. Does this smell like a dead body? Um, give me. What would be a good roll for that one? Another investigation roll, I guess. 
Investigation. And I always, okay. I, why would there be Maybe a, a bedroom? Medicine? Why would Medicine? there be a bedroom in a crib? Is the other question. Yeah, it's so weird. Kinky, that's right. So I got a 12. <laughs> so it's just the sleeping quarters. Um, total of 12. For the Baron, I would say that's enough to, to, to remind you of death. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's my hunch. I think that they're... <laughs> If I had to guess, I would say that their bodies are behind these. It would just be too fitting to have like pictures of them. They're smelly, and they're being walled up behind their own. And the one of the women smell paintings. Their portraits more like flowers, maybe mm. perfume. Mm. What do you reckon, American? You grab <gasps> grab it off. <gasps> I could try and thorn whip it off from outside the room. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna walk out. <laughs> I'm so scared of this painting now. Um, Morley's just going to, I am going to leave the room, but I would just like to bend down and look under this bed, if it's like a bed with any space underneath it before I leave. Well, you've got that footlocker sort of in front, in between you and the bed. So let's say you sort of lean down to the side of the footlocker to get a look underneath the bed. There's nothing other than dust and maybe a couple of small spiders. Small, not fantasy sized, small. Um, Just sort of under there. Nothing of really importance. Okay. I'm going to leave the room. I'm going to follow the Baron out. He's now We're standing so on the table for a now. bit of view. <laughs> American, you're still in the yeah. in the room. Are you um, are you going to make your way out of yes. the room, or are you make your way past the wardrobe with the robes and the thing? You make your way past oh. the bed and the footlocker, and you meet Bill at the entrance way to this uh, sleeping quarters. Yes. Well, experience has taught us we can't be too careful when it comes to this extremely haunted house. So I say we just investigate everything as cautiously as possible. And I'm, is everyone okay with me trying to dislodge these paintings just in case we learn something? Loris is shaking his head. He's not okay. <laughs> no, but I'm not in the room, so be my guest. I'm talking really to the to. room. Is yeah, Loris shaking I'm, his head? Is Loris saying anything? He's shaking anything? his head. He doesn't, he doesn't want you to do it. That's why he left the room where the paintings were. I want you to do it. This is not like a fucking orb casting shadows. This is just smelly painting. <laughs> How is that? The mystery not worse? of the smelly painting. I can't stand it. <laughs> Loris is really I can't confused. stand the mystery of the smelly painting. American, um, if you're going to whip these paintings off the wall, I'll have your back and I'm going to kind of draw my crossbow. And just watch for which painting American might be targeting. I just are ready to unleash a bolt. I just feel like nothing's going to happen. Just to show <laughs> yeah. us, like our caution yeah. is extremely misplaced. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just going to yeah. do it. I'm just like, better we find out than it springs on us. So I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna thorn whip at one of the paintings, whichever one's nearest me. Ooh. So the nearest one is the one that's kind of on the wall to your right. The, the uh, Gustav. Gustav Durst. Um, what are you? Are you trying to dislodge it, tear the painting? I what are you trying to do? I'm going to aim for the portrait? frame in order to try and wrench it from the wall. Okay, and cool. I've rolled a um, twenty-one. Yeah, which is a, which is good. Um, and they're quite old uh, frames as well. So I think that thorn whip just lashes out and cracks against the uh, frame that's closest to you, and it pulls it away from the wall. Um, and uh, the painting sort of hinges on the left-hand side before toppling down onto the crate um, next to it. Um, and it looks like you've managed to dislodge a little bit of clay off the wall as well. And that that um, 
chanting again is just droning throughout this entire uh, basement or dungeon area. Speak. Does the chanting get louder? No, the chanting hasn't uh, changed in volume, but it is (laughs) continuous. All right, I've wrecked the painting. Did you smash it? Kind of. Didn't do anything as I predicted. It fell Mm. onto the crate and it tore a big hole through this through the painting. Is there a smelly, some sort of smelly stuff behind the American? Or I don't know. Is there? You're far too far oh, away to be able to gauge that. <laughs> I'm going to just thorn whip the other one. Just might as well wreck shit thoroughly. And you absolutely wreck shit. Yeah, this time the, um, the thorn whip lashes down the front of this uh, painting and it splits open. Um, and you can see just like a gouge in the clay behind. Uh, and there looks to be, you've managed to have knocked a small, like what looks to be like maybe a hole um, in the clay behind uh, the painting. I've... Can the rest of us see this? Not from when you, not from where you guys are. I mean, like so... you guys are going to have to go into the room to investigate if you're wanting to investigate. Have I knocked a hole? Have I knocked the hole with the thorn whip or did, the, did I uncover a hole with the thorn whip is the question. Uh, it looks like it's. Um, it looks like the thorn whip caused that damage. Yeah. So it's not like a little peephole. <laughs> it's not a little peephole. <laughs> All right. The, sting, the mystery of the stinky painting is finished. We did it. We wrecked the paintings, guys. <laughs> I've wrecked some great art today. <laughs> Does it smell worse now the paintings are off the wall? Like you'd have to. Smell? You'd have to go <laughs> in and just investigate. Gonna, just gonna go. That's it. I'm going in. Yeah, We're I'm all going just going to go in. We're just done being careful too. now. Yeah. TPK us. Um, you know, Okay. Yeah, Morley, you get to that uh, first painting that you investigated um, and you notice there's a a couple of uh, holes in the wall where the damage, where this thing has been pried away from, um, uh, the painting's been pried away from the clay. Uh, They're quite small holes, um, but there's that that odour is pungent coming from that now. And I'm just going to need a a constitution saving throw from you. Wow, that's that's quite the odor. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Oh no. Oh, oh no. I'm in the vom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like that us. is it's it's overpowering. You are feeling so nauseous and so sick. Um you almost turn a shade of green and you start shaking and sweating almost instantly. Um you're going to be classified as being in a poisoned state. Uh wreck the brain for a wee while. Say. Billy I mean, Morley, are you okay? <laughs> Morley's just really having a hard time and kind of makes his way oh. towards the exit um, and sits in that uh, in the other chair. Over oh, here. yeah, yeah. With his kind of arms on the table, like choking, and that's the trapped one. Smell. All oh, of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a mimic. That's what I was trying to get you to do the whole time. <laughs> Morris no. is just looking across at Morley, just with a bit of a smirk on his face, with a bit the, the whole "I told you so" kind of. You know, this is what happens when you go and look at shit. Like, oh, Mr. Responsible, all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where was that mindset last week? Or the past thirty-five episodes? Told you, Loris has learned his lesson. Hey, right. hey, hey! Come on, down. Don't right. beg someone for learning. Yeah, yeah, Baron. Yeah, it's good. Baron, it's good. You've um. Seen Morley just run oh, past. So the origin of the stink was behind the painting the whole time, and there's more of it mm. back there by mm. the looks of it. Well, this mystery is just getting deeper Whip and it. deeper. 
<laughs> How loose is that clay? Because I've got a skill of like loosening clay. I actually do. Loosening clay. No, it's actually nice. not called druid. that. But spot hidden. Spot I mean, like, hidden. This is the elven spot. This is the druidic spot hidden. It could right. be. Roll to loosen clay. It's actually, I have a new cantrip I've just been dying to share with you all. It's actually okay. called Mold okay. Earth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, this is loosen, my literally, own, literally loosen clay. My own personal excavation um, smell. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, do we really want to find out what's back there? It's extremely smelly. <laughs> we get yeah, a thumbs up from Bill, but I'm like, <laughs> okay. What's the. Uh, What's the range on that? What is the range on that? I'm 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 <laughs> I'm putting on my excavation helmet. I can choose within uh, thirty feet, so I can be like excavating from way far back. Yeah. Mm. But okay, here is the here is the crux of it. It, it says loose earth, so I'm like, is it loose enough? If you target an area of loose earth, you can instantaneously excavate it, move it along the ground, and deposit it up to five feet away. Uh, doesn't have to. F- doesn't have enough force to cause damage. Cool. You cause shapes, colors of both to appear on the dirt. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm like, it, only if oh, it's loose oh, enough for me to use my cool shoveling spell. I will let you use oh, that yes. if you want to use it. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Things are getting exciting now. It's going to be like. Okay, cool. So you don't, you don't have to roll earlier. for anything, right? Um, I've been watching so much Time Team. You've been watching a lot? With the like, excavate. Time team where they excavate oh, yes. Britain for oh. like finding uh, you know, archaeology. This is perfect. I wonder what's behind there, American. Like in the three years I've been in Fandolin, I have become one with the earth, and I'm just gonna gonna just go for it. I'm gonna step out of the room, and I'm going to just tell everyone what I'm gonna do, and I'm going. To, <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. What <laughs> it's it's a somatic spell, so I guess I'm gonna move my staff at it. <laughs> uh okay cool um i don't know if things shoot out I'm from so your staff or this. what um <laughs> but on. yeah the 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 wall behind where that painting um was just starts crumbling down um onto the ground and you've got you've got a bit of power over where you're going to place that so you can sort of deposit that wherever you like but from where you are currently standing all you can see is that there is uh, some sort of entrance way behind that painting. Mm, stinky one. I've uncovered a smelly entrance way, everybody. <laughs> Who's first? <laughs> what about the other painting? Is there a smelly entrance way? <laughs> in that Check one? that one for a smelly entrance way as well. Are you gonna? Is another cantrip? Is, is, is it a cantrip or a spell? Yeah. That's oh, another cantrip. Um, okay. The same thing occurs. Uh, it opens up. But what you can see because of your line of sight is this this disgustingly um, grizzled uh, creature, wear, biped, wearing like this these torn and tattered robes, um, remains of just long hair caught in parts of the robe and and sort of sticking out from underneath the crest, and it's just got these sharp teeth and these red glowing eyes, and it sees you as you see it um and it just comes darting out of the room um towards you with its with its teeth bared and its tongue this this disgusting 12 inch 13 inch tongue like flopping out of its mouth as it comes charging towards you um 
and I'm going to need a roll of initiative. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> I'm so clipping clip the shit out of this series. You realize it's... that? I'm so good. Look, we I rolled all a 14. And uh, mystery well. solved. It was a monster. Who would have imagined? I don't know if everyone agreed. <laughs> oh, yeah, Loris was the only one that didn't want to do it. Loris is going to be the conscientious uh, objector in this whole. For the whole time, he's just going to like look down on us every time we do something now. <laughs> It'll be the Love first time he's ever able to. <laughs> I will say though, team, this is our second room tonight. Wow. So kudos wow. to everybody. Yeah, it's Does that good. tiny one where it ran out of count? True. <laughs> hmm. sure. I forgot to cook uh, my okay. token. Apologies. Oh. All right. Well, at the top of the order um, is this creature that's just come running out towards you. Um, her arms outstretched. It's clearly uh, a deformed version of the person that was in that portrait. Um, and, she, and she comes running towards you, Murakim. Um, and there is just a smell coming off her. Um, but it is mixed with just a slight uh, fragrance. <laughs> I was like, oh, this one's slightly less bad. Um, the forest and shit. And she reaches up with one of her arms and you just see these, I don't know, like these eight-inch claws mm. coming off where uh, fingernails should be. And she just brings it down across your front. Um, rolling. Uh, an 11, which I, which I guess is fine. My, my nimble self dodges it immediately. Yeah, yeah, you just manage to dodge it as it swipes down in front of you. Um, and then uh, with all of the noise that is occurring from within this room, um, you see over the shoulder of um, the ghast in front of you, another oh. robed creature just slowly oh. making its way out from behind where that old other painting was and it turns to you and you see a disfigured and worn face of Gustav Durst uh, and he charges um, and makes a position behind uh, behind Elizabeth. Mm. Mystery solved. Guys. We did it. Um, really? More. Called it. <laughs> we, we did I knew it, guys. fucking bodies were back there. <laughs> Do I have to keep anything in mind due to my poison state? I couldn't find the roll twenty where to, where to mark that. But oh no, no, that, that's a, that's okay. You're um the by this point in time, you you've let you've um, thrown up a couple of times now, and it feels to be a little more out of your system now. So you're no longer considered poisoned. Okay, I kind of look up to see this like horrible creature like hurtling towards American right in my line of sight here. Um, my first instinct is going to be to draw my uh crossbow and fire mm -hmm. off a bolt if i can but you'll have to tell me like what the risk level of hitting mirican is before i choose to make that decision. the only way you're going to hit mirican is if you crit fail oh i like those odds <laughs> baby <laughs> yeah cool um, i will here it comes. but but it will be it will be classified as being in three quarters cover with mirican directly in front of it okay yeah i'm gonna fire off a, a bolt trying to get this thing yeah cool uh total of 22 um yeah that is a hit that bolt just soars um past mirican and into the ghast's uh shoulder um doing a total of what was that five damage yep okay um and for a moment you think it just looks over mirican's shoulder and directly into your eyes um in <laughs> uh, yeah I, I was sitting on that seat kind of feeling sick but i'm gonna try and take cover just behind the table, um, with so the crossbow like held over the table. 
Actually, don't you it. don't you get um your uh, sneak attack because of having oh. Mirican that close to the enemy? Yes, I do, Reagan. Sneaky damage. That is a great call. Best <laughs> uh, DM ever. <laughs> I'm still so confused about what Morley is. <laughs> he's a captain. Mm. And another 13. Um, oh, nice. He's a, mm. he's a badass. <laughs> yeah, well, with, yeah. With sneak uh, attack, yeah. he has to be rogue. He's a gentleman. <laughs> a yeah, but he's gentleman. also cast Witch Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so... Based on that's based right. Well, don't don't worry about don't worry about it. Let everyone. the mystery. Let them. Yeah, let's not metagame each other's characters. No, I'm loving it. It's great. No, 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 no. Loris no. is about to answer that, but you don't know yet. So let's leave it as is. Um, mm. But yeah, so you've done some serious damage. A total of 18 damage to this gas with that one bolt. That you look like it's. It looks like it's like um, dislocated that shoulder um, of the ghast. Mm. And then you go and hide in the corner. Cool. Very heroic. No, 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 oh. no. Not hide in the corner. I kind of um, <laughs> kneel behind the table with the, the bolt, like, over the table. He takes strategic yeah, okay. cover, not hides in the strategic corner. Strategic cover. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Thanks, Morgan. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. I take strategic cover. Perfect. Backflip. Um, Bill, can I get a constitution saving throw from you? Ooh. Yeah. Who made that sound? If I must. Is that the undead guy? Six. The gas is just like. It's probably an accurate sound that they'd make. Um, You're you're getting a really big whiff of that smell as well now, uh, Bill. And and again, you just instantly um, turn a a shade paler and start sweating. Um, Any... uh, any attacks or ability checks are going to be with disadvantage until the start of your next turn. <sighs> Through, um, I guess, heaved breaths, I'm going to cast a spell. Uh, and I'm going to attempt to reach into the mind of this one here. Okay. Uh, and this is going to be a real pull. I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers. Okay. Uh, I'm wisdom. Gonna say, I'm going to say, your husband. He was disloyal to you. Oof. The maid, the servant. She was nothing, and he chose her over you. Brutal. Brutal. Why would you remain loyal to someone like that? Man, that's really good. Um, (laughs) So the ghast has failed. They, They only rolled a six. I need to really figure out whether. <sighs> okay, so, it, so the law behind ghasts is that they're very similar to ghouls, except they've had a bit more abyssal energy um, oh. infused with them. So I'm trying to decide uh, whether or not they retain any of their um, former self in there. I don't know if anyone's seen Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> the baby food scene. The best. Um shit. Okay. Either way, they did they did fail. Um so they take 3d6 psychic damage. So at least we'll we'll at least roll go through the actual things that have to happen. Uh, uh, nine. Nine damage. Okay. I mean that has to happen. That's fine. Um, and what else? Um, 
and must immediately use its reaction if available to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Yeah, I was trying to. I was hoping. Can I tell you what I was hoping would happen? Sure. Um, I was hoping that with the move as far as they can away. Yeah. That she would move her husband away. That's right. what I was hoping with that was that she would be angry at him and do that. I think what's going to happen is um, with just like a burst of, of speed, she pushes past um, her husband behind her um, and, and basically runs back up into that cavity and just starts scratching away at the, um, the clay at the back of this cavity to try and, and get away from you. Um, what I will say though, um, is that in doing that, it has scratched um, Gustav for a total of seven points. Woo. Cool. Just like mental um, note, never get in a fight with, with John. Seriously. <laughs> Who knows what to go for? How long, do, how long does that last for? Does that just last? Because uh, it's only the reaction that she has to move away. So on her yeah, turn. It's, it's, just, it's literally just her reaction. Yeah, cool. Uh, anything else before we go to Loris? I do have a bonus action. Yeah, yeah, go right ahead. I'm going to attempt to inspire American. Okay. Um, do, do, do. Come, American. Oh, I swear what he means in this moment. You need inspiration. You and your pet. Yeah, that spider, I bet. Goodbye, them. Oh, come, American. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Scallywag so is whimpering under the table. <laughs> I don't even know where the spider is. Where is the spider American? I would never say. <laughs> All things will be revealed in good time, my good man. Pocket spider. Anyway, uh, you have a D8 inspiration dice. Thank you. Cool. Loris, um, You've been sort of just sitting at this table as well, watching all of this go down. You've seen Morley come running out, throwing up, sitting at the table, American um, whipping into this room, and now these creatures that have just been uh, hissing and growling as everyone sort of started the attack on them. What's Loris up to? I, I'm, I'd like to say I'm surprised, but I'm not. <laughs> like, I left the room because I had a feeling that something like this would happen and it would be me that went off and did it. So I thought I chose not to. So having seen these kind of these ghouly things rush in, rush out, I'm just going to jump up off from the, because I was sitting down at the chair just kind of watching, just kind of with my head in my hand, you know, just kind of generally watching what was happening. So I'm just going to jump up and be ready because I'm not actually sure. I could get past Merican if she let me. Yep, it's just classified as um, uh, difficult terrain. So you can yeah, absolutely so I've got enough. Past. I've got enough distance with my 40-foot movement to actually get towards that thing there, I think. Yeah, yep, yeah. Uh, yep absolutely. Um, so I'm going to jump up from the table and just going to say, American, move! And then I'm going to run in front of American and give this axe, give this ghastly thing, whatever it is, a bit of a taste of my axe. Yeah, cool. Roll to hit. All right. Um, and I rolled a, a 23. Yeah, nice. For the first one. Um, do you want to do your second attack as well? My second one, I will roll a 21, doing 10. Yeah, both both uh, hit, um, and you've done some serious damage to this uh, thing standing in front of you. It's just uh, bleeding from multiple uh, slices across it. Now it's not blood; it's like a thick black Oops. that's sort of like yeah, that's awesome. slowly making its way out of those open wounds. Um, 
Anything else from Loris? I'm just kind of eyeing up the ooze, thinking that would look really good on my armor. So I've kind of got a bit okay. of a, mm. I like this. I'm no. going, yeah, I can see that working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, we'll go over to Baron. Okay, I'm going to um, scramble up on top of this <clears throat> table so I can get a good clear view. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be saying, I knew it. I knew they'd be buried back there. <laughs> yeah, true. He did Fucking dead it. bodies. He did call it. I'm going to try and spot the one just in front of Loris, and I'm going to cast um, Toll the Dead. So he has to make a wisdom um, wisdom 15 save. Uh, wisdom 15. Wisdom save 15. Okay. Uh, they failed. Oh, okay. They failed. This is the right one. Six damage. Cool. Uh, let's just have a quick look. Out of a possible. What kind of damage is it? Twenty-four. Necrotic. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, six. Okay. Great. You have done some of that damage. I've done some of that damage. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. It doesn't mm, didn't really. I, again, I, the best I can say is it didn't really damage it in the way you were expecting it to. It didn't it really flinch off. as it hit. Okay, I'm going to notice that I'm probably in the way of Morley here, and I'm going to step down off the table. Okay, cool. Uh, anything else before we move to Mirican? Mm, nope. No. Okay, Mirican, over to you. I feel so inspired all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I can't say I didn't expect that. Um, I think we all expected something smelly to come out, and it definitely did. Um, mm-hmm. But I just uh, this for some reason. Um, Bill's song made me remember something and, uh, I, uh, call out, um, actually I whistle loudly and say, run Zen, baby, come help. <laughs> and he pops out I... of the ether. Wait a second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He, he, someone do a bit of pop noise. Out? I don't Yay. know. Pops out. There you go. Mean ghoul's head. Oh, you want to? Do you see? Do you see him on the map now? He's yeah. right next to you. Like, Get him, baby! And so you want him to just leap onto this this ghast. <laughs> yeah. Um. And what is he? What is he doing to it? He's biting it. I think this is when everyone gets a view of exactly what you've done, American. You concentrate and you call out, and what everyone else sees, if they were looking, was just this spider sort of walk out of nothing, as if from a, another plane of existence. Um. And it hears your words and just leaps out towards the ghast. Morley, this is the first time you've seen um, American's <laughs> dog-sized spider. What the hell is that? Yeah, and Skellywag just runs right up and into you and sort of like w- starts whimpering and, and, and shaking in fear. I, I cuddle Skellywag. <laughs> I think, oh. think that's Roll fair. for cuddle. No, no, it's all right. Um, and oh, Ranzian has rolled a I nine. didn't realize this. He has other abilities I don't know about. I gave you his character uh, sheet. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's more that, that involves yeah, yeah. more reading reagan yeah yeah um a roll of a nine well did you want to i would i will allow okay. you to gift your bardic inspiration to um runs in unless you want to use it for yourself um okay so that's a 1d8 right i'm not feeling that that hot about that i reckon that you don't have the armor class is probably it's not going to get it over the edge so i'm going to just say he attempts to bite and misses with the roll of nine i assume yeah we'll say he bites and lands behind him to the side of him behind so he just kind of like leaps and snaps 
uh, and misses and just lands oh, would he... um, delicately behind. I'm just being cheeky. He's would still... he get advantage because mm-hmm. it was a surprise? <laughs> I don't know. The advantage didn't work. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you 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 rolled both dice oh, and the oh. advantage <laughs> would have stayed the same anyway. Yeah. So I'm really was... good at this game. I was going to say no. It was like an attack from from his front. Yeah, so no, I, I wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, okay. And Murican, what is Murican going to do? Um, I'm just going to ready in action. Okay. What are you going to ready and for what? I'm going to ready my short bow. If for if I can get a shot, you can t- you can take a shot right now. I guess is lo- oh, he's not in cover now, is he? But he is kind of behind Laura, so does that count as cover? He's behind, he's, he's going to be cl- classified as behind three quarters cover. Yeah, screw it, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> okay. The turn's already taking too long. Oh, rolled a whoa. twenty-five. Uh, and for seven points of damage, which is the magic number, that arrow just finds itself right between the ghast's eyes, and it just um, stops and just slides down onto the ground um, oh. not on top of Ranzian sort of in front of the wardrobe uh, yes Dave? as it falls Loris just wants to catch it just... it's not Loris's turn I want to catch oh, it why does I want to catch, catch come on I want to catch Wait. it catch it and catch it that's right well, the, um, we've still we've still got the we've still got the turn order you can <laughs> dance around in its goo fine. later if you like <laughs> fine I will um, anything else from uh, American um, no okay cool uh it is uh the 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 female gas that's kind of like scratching away at the clay just stops sl- slows down slows down its scratching and stops and then just turns around and looks back at you leaps across the beds jumps onto the dead body of her her husband from a time long ago um and bites out at um Loris rolling a 13 which i believe is a miss mm-hmm. Um, and then scrapes across his chest with its claws, uh, rolling a 17. That's the hit. Uh, that does 12 slashing damage um, to Loris. Can I get a constitution saving throw from you, please? Uh, sure. I roll an 18. Yeah, perfect. Um, nothing Nothing happens. Um, you've, you recognize... Mm, I like that bouquet. You recognize... <laughs> You recognize the claws of this thing and a sort of flashback to the claws that um, the ghouls uh, scraped across your forearm um, and you brace to feel something bad and it just doesn't happen. Um, uh, Morley, back to you. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, you are... Muted? Sorry. There you go. Um, Morley is in a pretty covered strategically covered position right now mm-hmm. with a lot between me and this kind of area uh so i'm actually just going to hold my turn and ready my action with my crossbow to unleash a bolt if i see that horrible ghouly thing come out of the door yep that's fine uh bill uh i'm just going to call out to that thing and i'm just going to say my dear you look Absolutely ghastly. Oh no! Again, that's 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 cruel. Uh, she needs to make a wisdom save for that vicious cruel. mockery. That is cruel. <laughs> but I love it. You've been so mean to this woman. Um, she's failed. Oh, even with advantage, she failed. Wow. What have we got there? Uh, she takes five damage. 
Man, cool. I think I'm like three and one for Vicious Mockery. Dude, you're doing really well in mm. this campaign with uh, Vicious Mockery. Yeah, she just screams out. She absolutely... What kind of damage is that? Uh, psychic. Yeah, yeah. So she just uh, yeah lets out like a scream as she looks up towards the ceiling, um, taking that four damage. Uh, anything else before Loris? Um, I will just say that she has disadvantage on her next attack. Okay. Let's assume she'll get another attack. Uh, American. For Loris's turn, he's flanked, or she's flanked by him and the spider. Correct. I'm going to give that a little oh, light yeah, yeah. victory. <laughs> maybe, pre- maybe premature. So what does that mean? I get advantage or something? Or Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. I will roll the attacks with advantage. Um, anywho, so the, the vicious mockery, is that is that out loud, Bill? So yeah. we can all hear it? Yeah, it's just the whisper that you can't hear. That's right. Sweet. So she's obviously screaming. I understand why she's screaming. And um, Loris is just Mm going to say, why so sad? Let me sort that out for you. And he's just going to come up with a big (laughs) axe drop to her head for for his first (laughs) attack. Let's do it. It is known to be a cure. It is in Loris's world, all right? Um, So this is going to be the first attack, which is a 17 doing 12 damage. Um, and you're not going to need to roll another one. You just bring that axe down into the ghast's head, uh, and the weight of the axe hitting its head drops it, it to its knees, um, and you just kind of wiggle the axe free from this now dead ghast. So just as, it, just as it drops to its knees, so I'm going to get my chance to catch, catch it. Like. As it drops to its knees, I'm going to grab it around the neck and just turn around and show American. Quite proudly. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just proving that she's dead. I fixed it. <laughs> and then oh, yeah, that's um I'm just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yeah, because it's it's still pungent. This thing is still like reeking. Um to be fair, I probably should have got another uh, constitution saving throw off you, Dave, but that's fine. That's right. I'll do it again because I'm about I'm about to take a big sniff. <laughs> okay. oh, yeah, yeah, do I have to you roll hold it up? You hold it up to face. throw it in my face and 25. I uh, yeah, so Dave, 25. Yeah, Dave. You bring this the split head of this ghast like right up to your face, and you and you put your nose like right into the the slot in its skull, and you just go, <laughs> <laughs> and it, to you, to you, it smells like victory. Like I love the smell of death in the morning, with just with just a hint, of just a hint of flowers as well. I love the smell of ghast in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, and that's uh, that's over. The mystery oh, that, that of the gone. stinky painting solved by us geniuses. <laughs> we did it. All you've got left in that room now is um, uh, the Footlocker, which I am mentioning yet again, just because sure. why not? Um, the uh, rotten mattress with the, the bed and the candlesticks either side of it. Um, and again, just that chanting over and over, and only really Baron knows the direction of it. It would well, be I... a shame not to open the footlocker. Like, we've opened yeah. everything else in that room. Well, have we not looked no. in the footlocker? We're going to ransack up, including it. the walls. Yeah, ransack, <laughs> ransack the room. Get ransacked. We might as well. Ransack. Ransack. Okay. We should have a look in the walls too. Just try and take down all of the walls. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we can excavate. Spot, hit it. Spot, hit it. Spot, hit it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot in this footlocker. There's a there's a hell of a lot in this footlocker. Well, given you mentioned um, it, it twice, l- it has to be important. 
I, yeah, this is one of those things I was like, man, these guys can't miss out on this because it looks like his shoes, a, a, a mishmash of stuff that was taken from a whole bunch of different people, clearly not like um, belonging to people who might have lived in the house above or people that would be um, doing this cultish kind of work down here. Um, what you find in that footlocker is a, 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 a cloak of protection. A, um, a small wooden uh, coffer, and then when opened, reveals four small potions of healing. There's um, a chainmail shirt. There's a mess kit, a flask of alchemist's fire. There's a bullseye lantern, a set of thieves' tools, and a big spell book with a big yellow cover on Ooh. it. Um, and uh, the Baron sees this and picks it up and flicks through. And as he's flicking through, there's disguise self, there's identify, there's mage armor, there's magic missile, protection Whoa. from evil and good, there's dark vision, there's hold person, invisibility, magic weapon. This spell book is chocker with wizard oh spells. Fucking hell. Jizzy grizzy. Look at this, guys. It's like a telephone book of spells. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this cloak. I love a good cloak. But Baron, what's a telephone book? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, American, you're holding up that cloak, and it's just this beautiful. Uh, I'll actually show it to you guys. It's um, oh, you can see that it's there. Beautiful. There's the cloak that you're holding up. Uh, it is a hell of a cloak. And when adorned, gives you a plus one bonus to your AC and all saving throws. <laughs> Does that like replace armor or? That just goes on top. All right, who wants this cloak? It goes on top of your armor. Who wants this cloak? I'm just like holding yeah, clearly, it like, clearly, clearly already, who wants this? I've already got a <laughs> staff that gives me protection, so I'm I'm out. Yeah, I think you should have American. You you could it look probably yeah. more, more fitting on you. Well, cloaks are kind of my thing. Thank it you seems, for noticing. It seems too gaudy. You you sure it's not too too big for you? <laughs> we have a contender. <laughs> Is he just like? We just asking the question. <laughs> Since when have pirates worn cloaks, Molly? Sea captains. Does this look like a sea captain? It's cloak? not the time. It's not the time in ours. But uh, once again, a captain. never a pirate. It's always a captain. Oh no! You keep the cloak. Keep. He's dispirited by that comment. Keep the cloak. <laughs> keep the cloak. <laughs> um. There's yeah, so there was a what was the other one? There's a uh, thieves' tools and a flask of oh sorry the um, Alca- lantern alchemist's of, fire um lantern of targeting or something. What's the alchemist? Mm. Fire? She was the lantern um, and the alchemist something else. So the alchemist's fire, uh, it's a sticky adhesive fluid that ignites when exposed to air. Ooh, that's rough. Um, uh, so it's basically like a small it's a bomb. Uh, like a small grenade, grenade wow. basically. Yeah. I I have um, couldn't use it as a lighter. I have something what to offer that? on this. Couldn't use it as a lighter. Sorry. Sorry. What was that, Baron? No. Sorry. No, no, I was just saying you couldn't use it as a lighter or something. If you just no, no, that would be quite just the whole thing goes up. Yeah, it's like an explode. It's like a grenade. You wouldn't use a grenade to light a. You might. I mean, no, I wouldn't. Okay. It's very dangerous. And what were you saying, sorry, American? Looks very dangerous. Um, I do have a cantrip that allows me to spread flames should we need it. So. Someone, if someone's True. holding this, keep it in mind that we could do a combo move. You throw it, the, um, I explode even more. Yeah. The bullseye lantern um, is a lantern mm. that casts a really bright light in a 60-foot cone and dim light for another 60 after that. Uh, so Ooh. once lit, it burns for six hours. 
on a on a on mm. a, on a single flask of oil. Mm. Damn, I've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want it. You could put it in your hat. Um, <laughs> I'm quite keen on the thieves' tools. If no one's interested, they caught my eye. Oh, I thought you already had some. I've got all my ones are really old. Bones. I want to have a look at these ones. Oh. My one's like a little <laughs> okay. bone and another bone. That was what I was using. True, true. <laughs> these yeah, yeah. these are also quite aged, but they look um, quite nicely designed. The design on them have uh, mm. they're metal. They're, they're quite small metal tools, um, but there's uh, intricately uh, detailed um, wolves down uh, each of the sides of these um, items that you'd be using. I like those. They're cool. Um, there's a little mess kit as well, which is just a small tin box that's got a, like a cup and some cutlery. So Bill can have that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he does like to eat. <laughs> that's what, were you, what were you saying, sorry, Bill? Rough. Uh, I was just going to say, vis-a-vis the four health potions, perhaps Loros could take two of them, uh, the Baron could take one, and Morley could take one. Um, you're the only... Are you guys updating like your health? American, and, um, you and I, we could we could heal ourselves if needs be. True. Are you guys updating your health and um, D&D Beyond? Please do. Yes. Please do be. Right. Um, Loris is just going to drink the two. Is everybody what amenable to that guys are all idea? Happy, Loris will literally be drinking the health potions now. Yep. Why? I've written one down. <laughs> I mean, if you need health, but I mean. <laughs> well, I'm on. You don't know what's going to happen. Fair to me. I'm what Loris, Loris would call um, bleeding. <laughs> oh really? Are you quite damaged? I only had oh. half health when I came into this battle. What? And I took quite oh, a right. bit. Damn. Even after the how short did, rest and stuff. How did you not heal? Uh Loris rolled a couple of um health dice um HP dice and that was all. What about You the... got like a No, there's that squirrel. Yeah, you got like five D six worth of squirrel healings. I didn't roll those. Um But I oh, put okay. it on you. Uh, yeah, I you got it. them. Well, you better have. Oh, well. well, let's say, let's say, please roll five d six because you did get that, okay, um, and maybe hold on to oh. precious potions of healing. You know what, Loris does. Yeah, those things can save you when you're dying. As soon as he gets given them, he doesn't have to. Don't okay. give That's them to the Loris. The best thing about D anD D is you can decide what happens. <laughs> what Loris would do. Loris gains twelve. Don't give him any then. Okay. Yeah, don't give it. Uh, Keep your potions I away from Loris. I propose to rescind the offer of health potions to Loris. <laughs> yeah, um, I think Bill and, goes to hand out like one of them. And Bill will hold on to them <laughs> and apportion them to Loris as idea, he needs them. Loris will just drink them. He's done it. I've done it the whole Rationing. time. Every, the whole campaign and even the previous one. Every time you give Loris a health potion, he just drinks it. Different campaign. We've all learned from our past mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he just loves a potion of healing. He does. He just just drinks them straight down. He's drinking, he's he doesn't even realise they heal him. He just thinks they taste nice. <laughs> exactly. They taste good. Potions feels good anonymous. That is how that is how I treat food in real life. So tastes good. I like it. Um, nom, 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 nom. Tastes good. So I eat it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, Molly was saying. <laughs> have we all have we all um, taken what we each want from this uh, footlocker? I I would like the potion of healing that Bill so uh, generously offered. I will stow that away for future use. Just <laughs> yeah, FYI, yeah. Yeah, what yeah, I will do. Um, uh, and the other thing I was interested in that footlocker, I'm going to kind of look up and kind of look around nervously because you know they, I don't know these people super well yet, so I don't want to be like grabbing shit and being greedy. Mm. Is that you mentioned a chain like a chain vest? Yeah, a chainmail shirt. 
sexy. Nice. I'll definitely be kind of mm. looking that, looking at that, and sort of. We don't suppose anyone would object if I. Yeah, go for it, man. Bill's <laughs> 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 hand. Oh, you're a good man, Bill. You're a good man. What is what is uh, Morley currently wearing for um, armor? Uh, he is wearing just leather armor, I think. What's the AC on leather armor? Is it like uh, twelve or thirteen? Uh, fourteen plus your Dex mod. Wow, I believe. What is um, this? Oh, my, you... my Dex mod is plus six. That can't be right. Oh, sorry, plus <laughs> plus three. So, what's your AC? Is your AC fifteen? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, cool. Because yeah. this chainmail is um, AC of sixteen. Can you can you wear this? Is Oh, it's medium chain mail. Are we about to find out what he is? <laughs> Can you wear medium armor? Is it? I think there's a medium or light. Chain mail is heavy what? in this. Or maybe chain it's heavy. Is it? I think chain mail is no, medium. Because I'm wearing a chain mail mm. shirt, and I'm sure I had it down as medium. Seems heavy. That isn't that? No, Whoa. that's chain mail, not, not chain mail shirt. That's like a full. Oh, that's like it's a full, a full gear? kit rather than a chainmail shirt. Well, is it a shirt or is it chainmail? It's a shirt. Chainmail. Chain you need a chainmail bikini. <laughs> <laughs> Just a chainmail boob. You, you can get those on AliExpress, yeah. by the way. Glad <laughs> <laughs> not to be here. Thanks. Chainmail yeah, skirt. Um, this is heavy. You have to be able to wear heavy armor to be able to adorn this thing. You'll have to excuse my ignorance, but I, I don't know how to tell you whether I can or can't do that. <laughs> uh, that is. Oh, this is getting um, exciting now. You can. <laughs> I'd say I'd say with your class, I don't think Are your you class sure would chain? be able to oh, wear yeah. anything above medium. And what class might that be? <laughs> <laughs> he probably can, but he'd just have disadvantage at yeah. everything. Yeah, that's right. So you disadvantage could, with everything. With any mm-hmm. decks things, that's for sure. Absolutely everything. Yeah. Um I'm a light to armor. the point where it's probably not worth it. Actually, you're only allowed oh no, that's a proficiency. <laughs> Proficiency in light armor. This is an incredibly fun conversation for I everyone. I love listening. this. Um, yeah, you need to be fr- proficient in it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So you're only proficient in light armor. The plot thickens. So I think All you right. go to lift up this chain mail and you're just like, <gasps> Boy, I'd love to be able to wear something like that someday. Yeah. This one, then, this one might not be for you, unfortunately. Only, only Sig was here. He'd love this. He already had amazing. He had scale oh, mail. Scale. What the fuck? Um, I want to. I want to yeah. look around with that. Where the fuck is Sig? Is that alchemist fire? Um, that was the like a small. I want to be like, who's good at throwing things? Ooh. This might be a good thing to throw. Morley. Uh Morley. You seem like you're good at throwing I, things. I can. I can throw a, a fair amount oh, of things. I yeah. Knew it. He's so Quite good. A thrower. I seem to remember you had a bit of a bit of an arm on you. And our, and our youth. Oh, you would have remembered that, absolutely. I was always throwing things, wasn't I, Bill? <laughs> bit, of, bit of um stick throw ball. Ah, my, my favourite game that we used to play in the field. Stick throw ball, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll grab this, I'll grab right. this. It looks it looks dangerous. I'm going to be like... So make sure you add all of these things to your um, D&D Beyond inventory. I want to take the time to have a word with Morley that we could maybe do a sweet combo sometime, and I want him to keep that in mind. Yeah, I think... American? Explain, explain what you're wanting to do sometime. Oh, I, I did before. I just If you throw the thing and fire comes out, I can make the fire bigger. Hmm. I'll keep that in mind. Thanks, American. Nice. Bill. When you say small health potions. Just normal size health potions. Just normal size. Just a health potion. A potion mm. of healing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Does that mean that there are big ones? I 
Not sure, but these are. Does it matter? They're potions. Of <laughs> you could possibly get big, like a liter, a two liter bottle of potion. Does it matter right now? And I can yes. definitely investigate if uh, later on there are buckets. Of I want to spend more time yeah. talking about this right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. One of those hats that you get uh, when you can put two potions in it and a straw. Put the straws in. I'll, I'll <laughs> gather up the remainder of the things and just take them with us. Mm. Um, well, if nobody wants that bullseye lantern, I might grab that then. Yeah, cool. If no one's interested in it. Yeah, take it. Yeah. But I'm happy if someone else wants it. I just don't want to leave it. I don't think it's in, um, I don't think it's one of those items everyone is like clambering over. Probably too heavy for me. I think the bullseye is my old mate. As my old mate Sig would say, I got good lookers, and I don't think I need that bullseye lantern. So you uh, go for it, Baron. True. That where the fuck is Sig now? You mentioned it, like America mentioned him. You, I hadn't thought about him until now. But it's really odd. Sig, I'm just going. Sig left Fandolin, um a couple of years ago. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was about to do that Home Alone face. <laughs> <laughs> we left him. We left him in Fandolin. He he said his goodbyes. Uh, Craigmore, uh, not Craigmore. Where was he from? He was from Craigmore. Craig uh, Craigmore needed. Oh basically. yeah, Craigmore. He was continuing his search uh, for Craig these weapons. Wow. Um, um, can I do a little bit before we mosey off mm-hmm. uh, of examination on what the hell these creatures are, and if I know anything about them. Um, yeah, you, you take a look over them. You start with their claws because that's the thing they have most in common with um, the mm-hmm. creatures that uh, you guys came across earlier. Um, and you remember you, you remember in your research of the, the undead um, about how ghouls are formed and you are aware that uh, with only a little more of this abyssal energy, ghouls can easily become ghasts. Mm. Um, so basically abyssal so energy ghasts. being moved into the dead creates both ghouls and ghasts and these two fall into the ladder okay ghasts so, mm. disgusting i'm assuming he's sort of talking out loud about this do do you know if someone's done this to them is that what you're trying to say that's a good point <laughs> <laughs> with the other ones it seemed like that's just something that happened to them the ghouls but with ghasts can i figure out if they were put in. Why were they buried in here when there's perfectly good coffins up there? Does it look like they were locked in here or behind the paintings, or they they had died and they just put these paintings up not to keep them in? Or? Um, I mean, those walls what? were sealed up at one point. There's um, mm-hmm. and they've been uh, broken down, so there's no evidence that you can really take a look at uh, on the other side. Um, the only after a bit of investigation, the only real scratch, uh, like claw marks, you can see was what. Um, Elizabeth was giving to the one on the western wall as uh, mm. after Bill's attack. Um, you deduce that possibly that they were um, they died or killed. You're not sure if they were killed, but they were died mm-hmm. and stored uh, in this sleeping quarters um, with the walls sealed up and paintings in their honor uh, placed um, over them. So it seems like there's some kind of malevolent abyssal energy down here. It's bringing them back to life. So I don't know what kind of, we've got to be careful of some abyssal stuff going on. Okay. I'm going to be on the yeah. lookout for abyssal stuff. Mm. I speak abyssal. Oh. Yeah. So if I hear any abyssal, I'll keep my ears open and try and, um, and just as I'm leaving, I'm just going to grab a, um, a cloak and a candlestick from this 
um, closet, okay, put them right. on, and then I'm going to walk past American and say, we're cloak buddies. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Yours looks a lot like one of the ones that the ghasts were wearing as well. Uh, uh, theirs are okay. far more tattered. Um, yeah. while yours is holding together a bit better thanks to right. being stored in the wardrobe. There were just two cloaks in that wardrobe, right? Uh, three. There were three could cloaks. could be cloak three. triplet buddies. Uh, I might grab... I mean, mm. There's a third one, right? Yeah. I'm going to grab the third one. Okay. Gonna, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Give it a bit of a... Yeah, and a lot of, a a lot of a dust. A bit of a dust off. Yeah, dust sort of pours out of that as you flick. Give it a flick. I, yeah, I think there's three of those cloaks, right? And then one of that special one yeah. that was in the footlocker. Yeah, there was the um, cloak of protection, which I believe Merican's now donning. Yeah, mm. it looks great on me, yep. by the um, way. And both Baron and, and Morley are wearing um, what you guys can only assume are cloaks that belonged to the cult that did stuff down here. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Did you get a candlestick? I can raise my candlestick to you, Morley. Hey. I didn't. I didn't get a candlestick. I, you don't want to leave your hanging. Yeah. There's no candlestick here. Shit. There is. You're bereft of candlesticks. There was a pit. There was a pair of candlesticks. I've in just there. had a thought though. <laughs> yeah. If mm-hmm. there, there seems to be some kind of cult. Uh, if you guys could, we could il- infiltrate them in disguise, perhaps. Mm. If this is mm-hmm. their their style of They're clothing. Right. Just the new guys. That's the. Mm. A similar thought had crossed my mind, Mirican. We could infiltrate these chanters, wherever these chanters are chanting from. Um, and the chants, and the chants are still They've chanting. They've got stamina, huh? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, these chants are coming from the stairs to the um, northwest of us. Yeah, yeah. You remember when you were standing mm. um, near the, the top stairs. of the stairs? Uh, that those chants were coming from further below. Should we sneak in there? What do you say? There's a, there's a mystery here. It's not going to be solved until we find the the source of this chant. And I say we find them. Agreed. Mm. I'm, I'm with you. I'm after you. <laughs> <laughs> so what sort of order are you guys Thanks. making your way um, back uh, to that area and down the stairs? Mm. I'll go in the middle. I'll lead. I got to go behind um. in the, co- the cool cloak club. The Cool Cloak Club. CCC? Yeah. Not to be confused with the other. Never mind. They wear white ones. These are completely different cloaks. They have different hats. Not as pointy. We're not as problematic. No. Yeah. No. Um, okay. And if they are like that, then we're going to infiltrate and take them down. Um, you will make your way back through. Uh, the that sort of dining quarters and, and make your way through this corridor that you hadn't been through, but it ties back up to where those ghouls that you had fought earlier were laying. Um and uh you meet back up with Gary. Hi Gary. Yeah, to that um I'm gonna be a bit sad a bit with Gary, but I'm gonna pry the um book that he was holding out of his Take hands. Take the book out of his Perfect. cold dead hands. <laughs> um and you and you all oh. make your way down these stairs. You get to um that corner at the top of the stairs there and the volume of that chanting picks up um, and you make your way further down, get uh, sort of near the um, entranceway to that room that you are now picking up. You can now discern what the voices are saying over and over. You can just hear this chanting of, he is the ancient, he is the land over and over with from maybe a dozen or so different voices 
Um, and you make your way down into this room and it looks like some kind of storage area along the walls are just these small little, um, uh, nooks, I guess these little niches along the wall. Um, and they all just hold, um, small little like relics, um, Oh, relics. Yeah. You've got things like, um, I think the first one that you see more on your left as you as, as you come into that room is just a small mummified yellowed hand with, with sharp claws when it's, um, and it's on a loop of rope. And you look across mm. and then there's a, a knife that's being carved out of human bone, what looks like human bone. And there's a, a dagger with a rat's skull that's been sort of inserted into the pommel. Um, there's a, there's a, a varnished orb made from what Bill recognizes instantly as a Nothic's eye. Oh. Um, there's an, uh, an aspergillum carved from bone. That's one of those things that you spray incense with, I think, or swing and get incense oh, yeah. out of. Oh. Um, a folded cloak made from stitched ghoul skin. The Baron picks up on, on that skin. Um, a cloak made of ghoul skin. Yeah. Um, there's a... A, just this opened up uh, frog that's just been lashed to a stick. Oh, that's gruesome. Um, there's a bit, frog on a stick. There's a small classic. There's a small bag, and when it's opened, is just filled with batshit. Um, <laughs> These people are batshit crazy. There's yeah. there's a bag a small batshit. severed finger in another niche uh, in the wall. Um, there's a six inch tall wooden figure of a mummy with its arms crossed across its chest. A figure of a mummy or an actual mummy? A wooden figurine, like oh. six inches tall. Six inches. So okay. Not a real mummy at six inches tall. Well, they exist. I guess. I don't know if you've seen that weird little mummy. <laughs> True. I mean, yeah. Um, an iron pendant adorned with a, a devil's face sits in another of these niches. Uh, and there's a shrunken, shriveled head of a halfling oh. um, sitting in another. Um, and a small Whoa. wooden coffer containing a dire wolf's withered tongue in another. Um, the other, as you make your way through this room, you also notice there's two exits uh, out of this room. Um, the one on, on the left on the south wall uh, sort of just moves down and turns off to the um, west into darkness. Uh, and the one um, on the right, you look through and it sort of goes, there's a small... Um, decline in the floor like a small ramp down and it moves down into a maybe water that's about two feet deep and there's just a giant like iron uh portcullis which is closed um but beyond that from what you can see um bill with uh, your dark vision um you can't see much in that room but it looks just to be a room filled with water i'd like to step forward and see if i could uh see anything else um i'd say if you moved all the way up to that um up to the portcullis, uh, you'll see essentially that entire room uh, with your night vision. It's it's quite. Let's have a look. Um, if if I'm just here, I don't notice anything strange about the water. Nothing like um, in the water. It's it's murky, but there's nothing moving around um, within the water at that at that point. Right. Um, I'll move into the water. And- yeah, so there's a giant rusty iron portcullis in front of you, um, and it's stopping you from being able to um, proceed. Uh, and beyond that, um, you notice when you get to that portcullis and you look into that room, 
the chanting that's just been chanting loudly over and over and over stops dead. And you see some smooth masonry walls uh, that you think would provide pretty good acoustics for a room this size. Um, there are featureless stone pillars that support the ceiling. Uh, and there's a, um, a breach sort of right across from you at that southern wall. Um, oh, sorry, I just need to move this across for people. Uh, at the southern wall, um, which just leads to, uh, it's just got a big, huge uh, heaping of refuse in there. It's just like it's filled with just waste. Um, and uh, you can see that there are stone stairs that lead up to dry stone ledges that hug the, the walls of the room. And in the middle of that room, more stairs that rise to form this octagonal dais that rises above the water. There are rusty chains with shackles dangling from the ceiling directly above um, a stone altar that's mounted on top of the dais. Um, but I see no chanters. No, there's the moment you stood, walked up to that portcullis and looked in, the chanting stopped completely, and there's no one in that room. I'm going to take two steps back. All right, you take two steps back, and the chanting doesn't start back up. I call back to the group. Shit. Uh, why is the chanting stopped? Uh, I think I may have put my foot in it. <laughs> literally. Have you seen them? Quite literally. Have they seen us? No, maybe. Why do you think you caused it? I was the only one moving. Uh... Can you see any sign of people at all? Uh, no. Maybe they just randomly stopped. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think we so. We should proceed. What were they carefully. saying? <laughs> this way. Uh, Which way? In here. And the bit that we can't proceed to because there's this Port Calif for the oh for the podcast the south for the podcast listeners uh, Dave as well. So we're we're about to you wanting to move. I think um, Morley should lead us further into the the room to the whichever direction that other room is west. west sorry, yeah, they said west. Yeah, I'm with the big man. Follow me and keep your voices down and your footsteps light. Yeah. Um. What sort of light? So you, you, you've got dark vision, don't you, Morley? I do. Yeah, you make your way through. Um, you make your way through. You get to sort of a corner and look down this long corridor, and there are sort of entrances off to the left and right of this corridor. And you take a step forward, and you notice that both on your left and right um, uh, are just shackles at the backs of all of these alcoves. Um, and you take another step and reveal another alcove full of shackles and as you make your way um sorry one second as you make your way further down you notice that at that back wall there is a a human skeleton that's clad in tattered black robes that is um still shackled um to that back wall gary (laughs) oh sorry you look like someone i knew it's new i'm gonna (laughs) I'm going to very, very slowly and lightly walk down here, looking in all these kind of alcoves until I get to the very back. Um, well, give, the cloak... us, give us a, um, a perception check as well while you're going through. Happy to. Uh, ten. Total of ten. Yeah, um, yeah you just, you've, you've walked through all of these little alcoves, and again, everything that you've found just screams like that, that this may have been a prison, um, a prison at some stage. Just the amount of shackles. Um, and now you've seen this thing hang against this back wall as well. Mm. Can I um, 
You said the thing at the back wall was wearing like kind of a cloak. Yeah, it's wearing a, basically the same sort of cloak that you're yeah. wearing, but it's all tattered. I'm going to turn to Loris and say, this must be where they keep the wrongdoers, Loris, and we don't want to end up with them. Mm, agreed. Where is the I don't think there's much more to see down here. I can't see. I can barely see anything, so I'm just following you. <laughs> Have you got Lightbringer out or no, anything? No, I'm, t- I'm just... holding my axe at the moment. All right, it's pitch black. I'm literally and just, just following what I can see hand, in front of me. Yeah, hand on the back of no, it's pitch black. You've got your hand on your back of Morley awesome. as he's making his way through this tunnel. Doris, turn around and walk slowly and quietly back the way you came. I'm not even sure which way that is. Can you lead me? Up? I can't see left or right. Is, it, is there enough room for me to get around? Yeah, you can lead Loris back. Uh, right. <clears throat> as I come to the Baron, I'm going to say. It's all shackles down there, Baron, and one unlucky soul. One soul? Yeah, there's well, just just that one at the back. Did you? I hate to say it, but did you have a close look at him? He looked like a pile of bones, Baron. I don't know what to tell you. What if he? What if he had some kind of identity? Man or a woman? I feel like we should go. We've come all this way. Like a, like a name yeah, tag. Yeah, if he, if he had a, a, if he had a passport on him or something. <laughs> Okay, no, sorry, yeah, my bad. I should, have, I should have given it a thorough check and over, and then I kind of like slightly less quietly this time walk all <laughs> the way back down the corridor to this thing at the end. Um, can I give you an investigation check? Yeah, yeah, give me an investigation <laughs> roll. All right, that's a good roll. Total of nineteen. Um, yeah, the the only thing that you find you sort of whip back the the robes just to sort of see if there's any name tag or passport or anything, any identifying way that he might have died or anything. Um, you can. The only thing you really find of any significance on the skeleton is a small uh, golden ring on one of its fingers. Oh, I'm, I'm taking that, and I'm not telling anyone about it either. Pirate! 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 <laughs> I kind of, I try and work the golden ring off off the finger and kind of pop it in my pocket. There, there's no skin for it. It's like it literally just comes off. It's uh, yeah. yeah, not a problem. All right. No kind of special engravings on the ring. No, just just a, the one ring to rule. <laughs> this is where it. you'd find one. Um, no, it's just a just a golden, a plain gold band. Hmm. All right, I'm going to make my way back to the party now. Were you? Nope, nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> Nameless, faceless, mystery. Wearing a cloak, just like this cloak here. Tugging at my. Are you a married man, Molly? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Not anymore, kidding. Baron. <laughs> That's a story for another time. Oh, well, where should where to next? If there's no way out down there, and there's no way in through this portcullis, what do you propose? Well, we solved the chanting problem. There, we did actually fix yeah. it in a way. Yeah, like it's stuck. Mystery solved. Yay! <laughs> it was mm. nothing. What were they chanting? Um, well, funny you ask because you've moved. Away, you've all moved away from that. Um, and you've gone off to investigate, and again that chanting has um, has just kicked back in. Um, and it's again, it's just he is the ancient, he is the lamb. She's just being chanted, and it is coming from that room um, with the dais in the middle. But there was no one in that room, right? Could it be ghosts? Bill looks king. Oh, Bill. Can I say this, or did I say this? Yeah, I'd say that when you moved up to the portcullis and you had a look around, the other thing you saw is there was a, a some kind of old wooden um, wheel attached to the wall, something that you think could probably lift this um, 
the, this this podcast is gateway. Hey, uh, American. Yes. When I was looking down here, um, there's this this weird wheel thingy just out here, and I do wonder if you could maybe whip it. Whip it good. Yeah. Well, we might as well try to do it. Try to do it from a distance if you can. I'm. I. I'm. Think it's a pretty safe bet that there's something un undead or unholy in there. But uh, we we came mm. here to sort this out. I'm going to give it a try. I just rolled a twenty-two, lashing out with a thorny whip. Ah, uh, yeah, that's perfect. You you lash out. I think you're going to have to get right up against that portcullis to really because it's around the corner from it. You're going to need to like reach your arm out. Through the gaps in the portcullis so to really grab onto that. So if, if you're willing to do that, then we can take that 22. I'm, I'm going to do it, but bef- actually before I do it, I'm going to say, be ready to back me up at a moment's notice, please. Okay. Cool. So yeah, the thorn whip is perfect. It lashes around one of the, the spokes on this wheel and you just, sl- it's, it's, quite, it's quite tough. Uh, and it takes you like a, maybe a minute um, to get some momentum on it. Um, and it pulls it to the point where you only get to turn it like a half, maybe a quarter turn because, you know, you can't consistently wheel this thing. And you lift the portcullis maybe a foot off the ground. So still a half of it, a foot of it is underwater. Um, but you're holding onto this tight now and the portcullis is just lifted up about a foot off the ground. Okay. Well, it's a start. Could just do another one. Is there anyone strong here that can lift things? <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, I can't think of any strong people on the team. Anyone that talks about their height a lot? <laughs> oh, you're talking about me, right? Yeah. Sorry, Ma- Loris is just height. looking at all the scary shit in these little um, crevices again. <laughs> Loris, we need a muscle man oh, down okay. there. All right, so I'm just going to come up um, behind American and see what she's up to. Does, is, the, is the thorn vine thingy that she's sort of seen, is it something that she, that's attached to her or is it, or is she, are you just holding onto it? I like to think that it comes out of my staff. It doesn't really say though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that I think that makes sense. All right, so, so she's holding on to her staff and out of that is this thorn um okay. whip that is attached so, to this thing. Laura's is just gonna sort of see what American is doing and see she's trying to pull something up. Um and just gonna grab the vine and with as much strength as he can give it a almighty yank. No, she's she's already pulled it as far um, it as it can as it can be well, it will just come off. It will just come right, off. Really? Because, because um, it's a wheel, she... basically. It can't go underneath without oh, re-grabbing okay. on again. But could I could it's I do another a... one and then we pull on it together and try and get enough momentum that it flails yeah. around? The the problem is, is is that it's a wheel that is embedded into the wall. So you have to, if you look at the image of it there, it's not a wheel that's oh, vertical right, right, yeah, okay. against the wall. It's horizontally embedded but if you into pull, the wall. So say, you for example, you're pulling the furthest, grab the bottom you're pulling the furthest one and you pull it around that way. It turns it about a quarter point. Yeah, do, do three more done. prongs that come out with it so you can then cast it again and pull yeah. it again, pull another one. The moment you release it to cast another uh, one, it will I'm going to say, how about this? I want Loris to have his moment in the sun and I graciously step aside mm. and said, there's only one being in this room that could pull up something with such great force and ferocity. It's all yours. Molly steps forward. <laughs> 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 oh, Loris wants to see this happen. 
Bill, Bill, what do you? Uh... Uh, I have a question. Yes. Has the chanting stopped? Yeah, the moment that Mirican um, walked up to that poor Cullis and looked into that room, the chanting completely Ooh. stopped. Ah, fuck. So, um, sure. uh, sorry, Reagan, did you say the, 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 the bars have been lifted about a, a foot off the ground? So Mirican is currently holding them about a foot off the ground. So is that enough for, say, someone my size to crawl, to kind of, <gasps> and go underneath and into the room? I... You could just lift it. You could. I, I don't I want to lift it. Can you please lift it? Don't mitigate it. Why would you want to lift it? If I go in there and go, okay, cool, I can assess the situation safely. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you could You could hold your breath um, and using your strength as well just to uh, make sure it gets, um, you know, that you can fit underneath it. But, yeah, you'll be submerged under this murky water for a little bit. Don't drop it <laughs> Yeah, American, me. don't drop it on me, okay? I'm just going to go in and, and investigate. <laughs> just stay there and hold it. So basically what I want to do is I want to sort of duck under and go underneath it and then pop up on the other side. And if I think it's safe, mm -hmm. I'm going to spin the wheel and open it open up the whole way. Spin, spin the, the okay, wheel. Okay, cool. Yeah, you, you, um, you make it under. Um, it's a little bit of a tight fit. Uh, and you manage to just lift it a couple of extra inches just as you make your way underneath it. Uh, and you uh, roll underneath and come up the other side uh, in this amazingly, um, this room is actually quite a nice looking room, apart from the a pile of waste in the southern wall in that little alcove. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, and the chanting is, is not there. There's no one in this room but you. Hello, anyone there? And that echoes beautifully. The acoustics are amazing. That echoes throughout this room and out into the room that the rest are standing in, and they can hear your voice perfectly clear as it bounces around. Um, that would have been sweet area. in Lawrence's voice. It would have been, but it wasn't. Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> Bill. Bill pops his head around and he's like, oh, <laughs> into the room. Uh, and that, again, is beautifully. The acoustics in this room are fantastic as that echoes out. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to, using the wheel, is just crank it up and lift up the thing and let everyone else in. Seems perfectly safe. Yeah. It doesn't take too long for Loris just to slowly turn this wheel and lift this portcullis up. Um, and it locks into position um, when it's at its highest. Good cranking. Yeah. I'm scared. It's perfectly safe, American. Come in. There's Nothing no ominous in nobody here. Nobody think it's. It's just us. Weird. It's a perfect room for Bill to sing in. So, well, mm. just don't forget there were other singing noises coming from here just a moment ago. Definitely haunted. I reckon, Bill, mm. I reckon Bill should stand on the dais and sing to his heart content. It'd be great. Um, Morley, you've got um Skellywag by your side this entire time as well. He's just been following you around as you've taken a look at all these little trinkets. He came with you down into that sort of prison area and he hasn't left your side. I'm, I'm going to give Skellywag a, a, just a tiny bit more cheese. I'm really running out of cheese now, but I can't let Skellywag <laughs> go without. So I yeah, break it, off a tiny bit and kind of give it to... And he just gobbles that up. Uh, and then I'm going to pick Skellywag up. Yeah, um, nice. Because I'm going to be walking down yeah. I mean, he's, into he's, the water. He, he won't He's like a that. short wee guy. It's a sausage dog. Mm. You don't want him to drown in these waters. I've seen many a drownings in my time, and it's oh, not pretty. How awful. It was. Uh, now that you're holding him, his tail is just wagging quite violently <gasps> and sort of like hitting the hitting your side. as <laughs> Skelly a... wag. It's not just a clever name. Makes me so happy to see that. <laughs> cool. I'm um, really scared to go into this room. I bet the, the chanting, like the fact that no one has kind of addressed the fact that 
like in any depth that there was all this chanting we can't see anything in there it, yeah it's terrifying it's really weird it's it's been it has been mentioned um <laughs> but, and but it's it's Can I... after the noise that you've after all of the noise that you've had this entire time you've been underneath this house it's weird to only hear the sloshing of the water as people make their way up onto the dry um stone ledges and eerily quiet eerily quiet hey uh american get out of the water <laughs> I'm scared to come in. I'm like, how about? Well, go go backwards then. I'm I'm scared, really scared. What happens when we're all not in the water? Anything? Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing has changed. Can I look at the water and can I see if there's any sort of ripples that shouldn't be there? You know, like if something is invisible. Give me an investigation check. Okay. Oh, I can do that with my special thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, nine plus seven. Sixteen. Sixteen. Nothing seems to be out of the ordinary. I mean, apart from this mm. <laughs> fucking room that you're <laughs> totally in. Totally normal. Um, yeah. I see Loris is walking towards the refuse. What can you see over I'm there, Loris? I to go over and check that out, actually. I want to uh, I want to start. Okay. I'm assuming it looks, it looks oh, like God. piles of bones, but I'm not sure. So I'm just going to start digging through it. No, it's, it's, it's a pile of waste. It's, <laughs> when you say waste, what it's, kind of waste? Like human waste. It's like shit. There's just like um, like veg- moldy vegetation in there as well. It's just I thought this you were going to say Vegemite. It's just this, this massive. It's how how tall is this thing? It's like um, it's like ten foot high pile of just waste. Mm. Um, give me a a nature check. Nature. Okay. Mm. Uh, hang on. Let me find that. Uh, roll around yeah, well, in it's it. probably going to be the option if I fail this guano <laughs> <laughs> I rolled an 18 oh, it was a bag of shit right out out of okay Loris with a roll of 18 you've noticed something kind of out of the ordinary from this this thing that's in front of you it seems to be like moving in a way that maybe you think it, it's like breathing. This thing looks alive. It's just this, like, just this, like, slow kind of pulse out, mm. and it holds for a bit, and then it just sort of just slowly moves down a little bit, and then just holds again for a bit longer. So it's like taking a deep, slow breath. Well, the only thing you can think of is that it reminds you of like a, a like a, an animal sleeping or breathing slowly. They're just slow, deep pulses. Morley's words of um, treading carefully uh, echoing through Loris's head. So um, I'm just going to quietly step back from it and um, I'm just going to wander back to um, Morley and, I, and I'm just going to say to him, I think the shit pile might be alive. It kind of looks like it's breathing. A, a talking pile of shit, that's what you're telling me. <laughs> You've been in the room... Feel free to have a look okay. at yourself, buddy, but it, it looks like it's kind of just sleeping. And I'm, I don't know, sleeping dogs lie seems to be appropriate right here. Sleeping yeah. shit. shit. Leaves the sleeping <laughs> shit pile alone. Yeah, Morley's going Morley's gonna to walk over to it and then just stop on the stairs here um, and then kind of see if I can ascertain that same feeling or, or like see the same thing or anything more than Loris did. Yeah. Give me a nature check. <laughs> <Four>. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, so you've Loris has just told you that he thought that pile of shit in the in the little alcove um, was maybe alive and maybe breathing. Um, and you walk over to it um, and you you look at it and it looks like it's letting off some sort of like it, it, gas. Like it looks like it might be bubbling a little bit just due to what it's built of. Um, but it just looks like a pile of like a massive pile of just human waste to you. I'm going to, um, not saying a word and not giving too much away, I'm going to start walking back around, back to Loris. Loris, I had a look. I had a look, man. You know you're a big pile of shit. You know you're a big sleeping pile of shit. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's a pile of shit, man. (laughs) I'm going to walk down the stairs past Loris and up to the other side, um, up to the Baron. Hello. (laughs) He thinks the pile of shit's asleep or breathing or something. He's gone mad. He's been down underground too long, I suppose. <laughs> um, so I look normal to you? It looks like a pile of shit. I don't know what to tell you. Hmm. Okay. Um, here's a crazy idea, and I don't know if the sort of thing, if it did work, it might just make things worse. But Bill, what do you think if you stood up on that dais there and you said the same things that they were saying that we heard. You know, he is the ancient, he is uh, the land. Uh, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> and I stride forward. Yeah, you come, you, you sort of make your way through the water and up onto the dais and walk up to the um, the altar um, that's on there. The, um, let's have a look. I think I've got a bit of a description about that. Uh, Oh yeah, the altar is carved with like just hideous depictions of these grasping ghouls, and it's just completely stained um, with dry blood. Um, are you saying anything? Uh, I'm going to say the same thing. To the uh, he is the ancient. He is the one. No, the land. He's the, the land. land. He's the land. Um, you go to you go to open your mouth to say this, and before you can get any of that out, the chanting rises once more um, to basically match what you're saying as you say it. Um, And all of you just see 13 um, apparitions appearing on the ledges overlooking this room, each one Mm. resembling a black-robed figure holding a torch. But there's something different about these torches. These torches, the fire on them is black, and it seems to absorb light into them. Where you'd expect to see these faces of these um, apparitions, they're just voids. And they start to chant something different now. They start to chant, One must die. One must die. Over and over they chant, One must die. One must die. Morley's going to take off. (laughs) He's going to jump into the water from here, like presuming... This is a fucking stupid idea. Um, what I'm trying to do is jump into the water and start running towards Bill and grab Bill and carry him off the the dais because I think he's in danger. Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter at Getting Dicey for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. 
Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.